Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, Connect with Furthering Fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak light to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. Not only, it's not only um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men, and God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I'd only echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that, and I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another Further and Father Radio Show. I am excited to be alive. Pastor Jeremy Maynard, your host. Looking forward to another incredible conversation with the dads as we chop it up about staying warm and wise. Like keeping the atmosphere warm and wise as the world gets cold and foolish. Yes, um, you know how we do. We always take it to our Heavenly Father first and foremost. Um... And I'm going to read quickly from Ecclesiastes uh, 4, 9 to 12, and it reads as follows. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, they have heat, but how can one be warm alone? And if one prevaileth against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for relationship. Yes, a three-cord fold cord, the threefold cord is not easily broken. The way ropes are tied together is a knot of three, and that makes a strong, strong rope that's not easily broken. Bless us to operate in relationship, to tie ourselves together 
wisely and warmly so that uh, there'd be strength in unity, strength in community, which is common unity, strength under the triunity, which is God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for uh, for the relationship before there was anything, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord, that you look to us to, to, to not just be lone wolves, but to work together uh, to, to achieve what you've called us to achieve. Bless us to operate in warmth and wisdom. In the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, the Christ, amen, amen, and amen. Yeah, warmth and wisdom create comfort. You know, the Holy Spirit is called the comforter, but, but, but and, and there's warmth and wisdom and comfort. And, and well, the opposite is true. When you operate in wisdom and warmth, that creates comfort. The opposite creates discomfort, coldness and foolishness creates discomfort. That's the best atmosphere for our children to grow up in. But there needs to be a balance with 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 warmth and reality. Speak the truth in love and do it in a way that it will be received. So it's easy right now to be anxious and fearful and paranoid, and it seems Pandora's box has been opened in the world, even in the midst of external turmoil, our internal calm ministers peace, and our internal confidence ministers hope. Uh, we're going to discuss the importance of creating and maintaining a safe zone where wisdom, joy, and positivity and hope thrive at home, even as the external war, uh, world goes haywire. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to see who, if, if anybody else is on and, or if I'm on by myself. I, yes, I do. Let me let me let me talk to four four six five four, brother or sister four six five four. How are you doing today? I know that's tough. Four six five four. You're on the, you're on the line. Oh, I'm doing. Hi, good afternoon, <laughs> Jeremy. Yes, this is Chuck. How are you? Hey, Chuck. How you doing? Love you, man. Love you. God is good. Love you, my brother. God is, God is good. Yes, God is awesome. God is awesome. You know, um, Chuck. Before we, we, uh, I, uh, I, I allow you to introduce what will be coming uh, next uh, next Wednesday and the following. Well, not next Wednesday. Which Wednesdays are we doing? You'll you'll, you'll explain. But um, uh, um, there is also a call right after this for for dads of teens, uh, a, a Zoom meeting that that's very is vital. And for furthering fathering dads, we, we want you to be on. There may be a reward for for for, for, for your participation. Participation. With that said, and that wasn't easily said. With that said, I want to introduce Charles Foster. In the coming weeks, we're going to be introducing a leadership seminar on Wednesdays. And Charles, you can you can better explain it and better tell it. Um, Please address our, 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 our audience. Uh, I know you have your two-minute elevator pitch ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, my brother. Uh, what is happening here is that I am being I am associated with um, the John Maxwell team, and um, what John Maxwell teaches is to develop oneself so you can develop others. 
I want to bring to brothers um, a book that was written by John Maxwell called The 15 Laws of Invaluable Growth. And basically, it is a way for brothers to grow and to be, to be intentional about growing, uh, to, to take things from um, thought leaders and put in effect so we can um, have a more, um, shall we say, a more intentional way of growing and developing. And as you were saying, Brother Jeremy, to keep it warm as we develop yeah. and grow we will have an opportunity to make our homes and our, our communities a much warmer place. To have summer all year round. <laughs> Hallelujah. Right. So <laughs> what I'm what I'm what I'm hoping to do is on a Wednesday between seven thirty and eight thirty, uh, to bring a law from John Maxwell's book because I am being trained and certified by John Maxwell to teach this uh, to, to others as a way of I develop myself and help to develop others. And I can assure you that once we go through uh, these 15 laws, uh, you will not look at life the same. I can tell you from personal experience. And I oh, do look powerful. forward to bringing it to you, my brothers. Yes. And look for the promotion. We'll be promoting it uh, during throughout this next uh, couple next week or so. And we want you to participate because uh, we, we want to develop uh, 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 as leaders. All of us need to, to develop as leaders. And, and um, uh, yours truly definitely uh, uh, wants to develop. So I look forward to that um, uh, as uh, Charles Foster brings forward the 15 uh, uh, invaluable uh, uh, lessons on growth. And it, it's funny because... At the Haven, that's where we're teaching on. We're teaching on growth right now. You, uh, um, you know, we all need to grow. And, and, and character development is growth. That is what growth Absolutely. is. You know, we, we like to talk about physical growth where we grow in height and we grow in, in wealth and we grow in knowledge. But really, when it comes down to it, everything boils down to relationships. And the most important thing for us to grow in is character. Are we growing in character or are we operating in immaturity? Even love, which is maturity, says in the love chapter, it says, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. So that's how we grow. All right, all right. So, so let's get to it, let's get to it, let's get to it. So our, our topic for today our topic for today is creating a warm and wise atmosphere. Both of those W's go together, wisdom and warmth, because wisdom and warmth together create comfort. Now, now when you hear that statement, Chuck, as a dad, as a leader, as a husband, why does wisdom and warmth create, and, and what are some ways to use wisdom and warmth to create comfort? Right. So one of the things uh, I remember being, being on a, a cruise with Dr. Miles Monroe, and he, drew a, he, he conjured up a picture of the family. 
where the dad is out front, the 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 the, the, the wife is behind behind him, and the children behind the wife. Um, the symbol the sim the symbolism here is that okay, dad, you should lead, and you should make sure that you provide not just materially, uh, but spiritually and everything else that a family needs that, you know, as God has given you. I believe that as you are, as you are trying to provide, then you have to use wisdom in that um, you can't, it is, a lot, as, as a dad, it is easy for me to give my children, um, you know, um, physical things. Yeah, and it started from they were young, you buy them toys. As they grow older, uh, you have to take care. My son is away in college. He's, you know, you have to send money. It's easy to do that. But the, the, the part of the wisdom is that you have to be Christ. And I believe the way you deal with everything, you know, once you have that vertical relationship, then it helps yes. you to deal with your family, your friends, and your community. And I think warmth is warm, warm wisdom. Let me put it that way. Warm wisdom is bringing yourself up. And we're talking about leadership. It's developing yes. your character so that you can help to positively influence those in your immediate surroundings, those that you meet those that you interact with. Powerful. Yes, that, 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 is, that, is, that, is, that is the ultimate how warmth and wisdom bring comfort. You know, um, when we say that the Holy Spirit is the comforter, he is called the spirit of truth. There's, you see, what happens is there are so many masks that people wear, avatars that they send out, that represent them, so that when the, the real them shows up, that, that they've been hiding and that they're ashamed of, others become disappointed. See, the Absolutely. truth makes you know, My brother, I don't want to cut you, but I, I, you made a point I want to I want to hold you to right there. You need to yes. develop a, a, a teaching on, on masks. Yes, that's coming. <laughs> That's okay. coming. That's like yes, three sermons yes. away. <laughs> okay, That's okay, coming. okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, there. Well, actually, two sermons away. Um, the importance of being truthful. People try to say I'm real, but even when they say I'm real, it's the mask saying that they're real. Does that make sense? Right. Because the real very Absolutely. often is an, is an arrogance and an attitude of self-defensiveness because they're still hiding behind that mask. And um, when you operate in warmth and wisdom, there has to be some vulnerability that you become approachable, right? If you're constantly right. uh, 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 defending yourself, then you'll constantly be threatening. If you're constantly threatening you're hard to approach. If you're hard to approach, they'll never meet the real you. If they never meet the real you, are yeah. any of your relationships real? So, so it's important. It's important that 
We operate in wisdom and warmth. Wisdom takes into account what can and will happen. But, but warmth is an inviting thing. You know, when it's cold outside, people want to be around uh, what is warm. Even the homeless yes. look for a, 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 a vent where it's warm. Um, it is, even the animals outside look for a place that's warm when it gets cold. So the world is becoming colder and colder. More, the more we become uh, digitized, the less connected we become. Even though we're connected with our thumbs, we're not connected with our eyes, and eyes are the windows to the soul. And because we're not connected with the eye, a lot of uh, avatars get to speak in a boldness and a rudeness and an arrogance that would not happen normally. So it's important for us to grow in warmth and wisdom. Let me see if there are any other brothers on the line. Whoop. I'm going to cut the show off. <laughs> I'll be um, Okay. The, the next line says, if we uh, uh, speak the truth in love in a way it, it, it should be received. See, that's, that, that, that's part of, you have to be wise. You have to uh, uh, know, you know, as, as Kenny Rogers said, know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. See, that's, that's, that's also yes. how we have to communicate. We have to communicate love wisely. If you communicate love wisely and, warmth, and with warmth, you create relationships. That's where relationship becomes real. Otherwise, you create comp- combat- a combative uh, 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 situation where there's competition and combat. Um, but when you are warm and wise, you create relationship. So uh, uh, you, you, I know you love to, uh, are a leader-centric and finance-centric uh, 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 mindset. With regard to... Uh, speaking the truth in love, how should a leader speak the truth in love, even during the times of correction or exaltation? Right. So, you know, Pastor gave us um, um, not long ago, I don't remember all of it, but it's called Think. He gave us an acrostic, Think as to how we should communicate um, truth. And sometimes, um, I, I don't remember the, all the, the, but I know I have it in my notebook. Um, but one, of the things we, one of the things that we have, we have to be careful of, and I try to do that myself, is that, um, you know, sometimes it's perception and not fact that we're trying to bring to a person. And we call it truth, but it's actually perception. Um, what, I, what I try to do and, and, and what I try to model is approaching a, a person from their point of view. Um, John mm-hmm. Maxwell has a book called Everyone Communicate, But Few, but few Connect. So yes. I try to make a connection. I try to make a connection with a person by asking questions. It is easier for me to know a person by asking questions 
before trying to tell them what I think is the truth. Because sometimes it's my perception. And we yes. get hung up and say, oh, this is how it is. I, I tell you the truth, that um, if you have, if you have a, a, a thing to measure, it depends yes. on the measuring rule that you use. I could get inches out of this, and you could get 11, someone, people, someone could get 13. Is it, is it really 12 inches? I don't know. It depends on the measuring tool that you use. Yes. Yes. Well, well uh, um, it's funny that you brought those two things up because I've been preaching think for many, for, for many years. We've been teaching it further and farther as well. The acronym uh, is, uh, is it truthful? Is it thoughtful? Is it thought-provoking? That's T. H, is it honorable? Is it honest? I, is it intelligent? <laughs> is it, is it um, uh, 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 insightful? N, is it necessary? Is it nice? And K, is it knowledgeable? Is it kind? So those, those, those are the, the, the that's, part, that's part of it. There were more, there's more that goes to it, but those, that's, those are the ones that immediate, immediately come to mind. And also yeah. when you said about asking questions, you see, God gave me this. A question is a hook to get to the heart. Jesus would ask, who do men say that I am? See, when you ask a question, it gets to the heart. See, what, see people love the excitement of the exclamation point, but people don't realize that a, that a question mark is an even larger exclamation point, but it's bowed down in humility. <laughs> so when you ask a question, it shows concern because even the question mark looks like a C, right, sideways, right? Uh, uh, um, it yeah. shows concern, it shows care, and it shows character, right? So, so you ask quality questions to get to the heart. So that's a, another way to be warm and wide because it's not as important as you merely conveying the message. It's, it's knowing the appropriate message to convey. And the only way to yes. know the appropriate questions to convey is to ask quality questions. It shows care, questions. it shows concern, and it shows character. Okay. Uh, 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 we, we're, we're down to eight minutes or so. Let me see. Um, a little bit more, right? In today's okay. society, there's so much anxiousness, fear, and paranoia, especially in the world. And in, in this information age, there's so much uh, being told that, that, uh, that, that fosters fear. I, I, I often preach, have you ever noticed how all the horror commercials are louder than the than the what's on regular television. The, 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 there's like a, 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 the first few minutes of the news are always things that are to incite fear. Um, but given that that's what the world is giving, how do we do the opposite in our homes? How, you know, uh, yes, there's the good news that Christ has come. Yes, there's the good news that we're saved. But how do we maintain the momentum? Good news with warmth and wisdom. It's still you, Charles. So remember what, remember what Christ said. Um, Christ yes. said, "My peace to give unto you, 
Not as the world give, it, give I unto you. So God has given us peace. And we, we err, and, and it's, not, it's, it's not an indictment against anyone, um, not a condemnation, but we err in trying to do too many things. And it's not just um, dealing with um, secular things, but even in our Christianity, we want, you know, we have two hands, but we want four bags of groceries. And we try to do everything, and then, uh, you know, it becomes difficult to, to, to get to do everything. And then there is anxiety because, oh, I went to church, but I never went to the men's meeting. Oh, uh, they have man cave tonight. I can't go. They have the marriage ministry. But, you know, God has given you so much time, and if you should use the time wisely, God didn't say you have to be involved in everything. Yeah, yeah. You, you, your commitment is to Christ. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of us commit ourselves to the church or to the job or to whatever, the sports, whatever, and we, the, the, you know, we're looking for 25 hours in a day and we, we're not going to find it. it. And because, it, especially as you mentioned, in this time of um, social media and instant gratification, we're looking to get everything done right. So, you know, my phone is flooded with news from everybody. So, you know, do I want to read everybody's news or am I going to be selective? I am. I have serious XM, uh, um, a hundred and some, uh, I think <laughs> two hundred and something channels. Uh, yeah. Am I going to be able to listen to, to that? So, you know, and we get anxious because of that. But I think yeah. the peace that we need is to, to come back to the center, is to come back yeah. to knowing that, you know, the relationship is intact. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, we're his children, and we confuse our ch- the children's busyness for the father's business, and they're two different things. Yeah. The father's business is peace. Right? It's not, it's not about how busy you are. You, you, you see how Mary and Martha were, right? Mary, yeah, Mary was right. busy and she was upset with Martha. I might be saying it backwards. Who wasn't helping her do the chores and all the other stuff. And, G, and, and she complained to Jesus because she, uh, Mary was at Jesus' feet, listening and learning. And uh, Jesus had to correct her. Even when Jesus was a child, he had to correct his own parents. He had to correct his own parents. I have to be about my father's business. The father's business ultimately is peace, as you said. Ultimately, it is peace. So are are you attracted to drama and find peace boring, or are you attracted to peace and a, 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 a bore drama? (laughs) <laughs> right yeah. Right So oh, we, we, we have three minutes left I would like for you to Reintroduce the, 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 the People to The um, 15 Leadership lessons that will be Coming shortly on Wednesdays um, And we will get the flyer Out to everyone but we want you to be A part of this Go ahead Charles and then I'm going to pray out. Okay. Okay. So um, I am a part of the, the 
John Maxwell team. And I'm, we, we at, at the John Maxwell team are trained to develop ourselves and develop others. And in this lead, it, so this leadership training that I wish to bring to, to you brothers is called the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Uh, and it, it will help us, all of us, uh, to move higher and to be more in tune with intentional growth. Uh, it, is, it is, by the way, it is free of cost. You're not paying anything, uh, at least not for the initial um, um, sessions. We'll come back to that as we go through. But I hope to bring this to you on a Wednesday between 7.30 and 8.30 p.m. It'll be, awesome. the initial period will be four weeks, and then we'll see where we go from there. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So join us on Wednesdays when, when, when this begins. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this incredible time as we learn and grow the importance of wisdom and warmth. It's important that we operate in the wisdom and warmth that creates comfort, that we speak the truth in love, that we indeed operate as peacemakers. For your word says, blessed are the peacemakers, because he says he hates those who sow discord. But he says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So we even have to make peace with ourselves so that we're not caught up in busyness. Lord, deliver us from busyness. Help us to operate in your peace, which is your business. Thank you, Lord, for you are furthering fathering. This is furthering fathering where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Until next week, we love you, and we thank you. Love you, Charles. Love you, Chuck. Amen. Love you, man. Amen. God bless. God bless. God bless. Good awesome night. show. <laughs> awesome.